Jared to Jared. On this week's episode, the Jareds will discuss Robert Eggers, the witch, New England ghost stories, loving indigenous cultures, the Amityville horror, and much, much more. Gentlemen, welcome to the screen. Oh yeah, man. So the way I see it is, like, <laughs> the witch is the greatest movie ever made. Is the witch the scariest movie ever made? No, definitely not. No. Yeah, far from it. But it is really good. What makes it bad? Oh, man. Yeah, that's okay. Good question. Because it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> right, right. What makes The Witch bad? Uh, nothing. I don't know. It Maybe it's a little bit slow at some points. I mean, like, the dialogue is amazing. Like, the way he uses all this, like, New England, like, Puritan era New England dialogue. Right, right, yeah. which we get in in the uh, yeah in the lighthouse. Yeah, right. A lot of Robert Eggers movies are like highly researched. Yes, which is um, yeah, which which brings a fucking you know an ethos or a pathos to yeah to the uh, to you the enter the world. Lines, right? Yeah, you yeah. enter the world. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What's bad about the witch? I don't know, man, because, like, I can't think of anything bad. It's a great movie. Because even if you look at just, like, the general themes, like Pride, that's a that's a huge, huge theme. And I think it's, like, a good good uh, dissection of, like, Pride and what that actually looks like, whether in, like, a very intense New England, Puritan New England context or just, like, generally. Right, right, right. Uh... Is this why we don't accept it as much? Because I was watching CBS Sunday Morning today. Right? <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> Such an old man. And uh, um, they were they did studies on our, our, our uh, attention spans. Mm. And now most scenes, like 90% of scenes in movies, don't last longer than, you know, like so many, like three minutes or like two and a half minutes sure. or something like that. Yeah. Whereas in like you know uh, yeah. two thousand one, a space odyssey, every scene oh, was yeah. like seven yeah, it's to like a 12, fifteen minute, 15 yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And I think that Eggers like channels that. Uh, uh, who's the director of Space Odyssey? Uh, Kubrick. Kubrick. Yeah. sort of seventies dynamic, right? Where he's the scenes are really long, right? It, yeah. it takes a while. It's yeah. It's, uh, you don't see the witch all the time. It's right. not action, action, action. Right, yeah, because you only see the witch, like, what, three times in the three whole times, movie? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and that's the thing that he does a great job of, but that maybe contributes to that, like, feeling of a slower pace relative to, to other movies is, like, it, it's environmental horror. Right, right, right. You know, similar to, like, Midsommar right, or something. Right. It's environmental horror much more than it is, um like you know demonic possession horror or, or action horror or whatever it's it's sure. environmental it's the ambiance that freaks you out right you know because right. there's so many like almost still shots of of the forest just like staring out into the forest where like the baby disappeared into right 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 you know 
the dark that, sublime. And we were talking about that is the, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to get into the pilgrims yet, but it's, it's let's about, do it. yeah. let's do it. It's, it's a lot of that movie is about the pilgrimage. And I, yeah. I brought up a point last night that you need, uh, some very uh, mystical and very conservative belief system yeah. in order to take your family across the ocean into the unknown where right. many of them will die. How long is the, was the journey? Yeah, like, you know, yeah, like multiple months. Six months yeah. or something yeah. like that, you know, getting scurvy and everything. Yeah, crazy. And then to set up a colony in a place where, you know, there's Native Americans, they didn't want you there, yep. whatever, there was, you know, beasts. There was, like, we think of America now, we can go fishing or whatever. Right. You know, you couldn't just go fishing back then, like, in, in the wild. You'd get your face torn off by a bear or a <laughs> lion, because there was no, like, animal control yeah. There wasn't, like, these mass events during the, you know, Gangs of New York era where we killed, you know, 50,000 bears or, you know, 100,000 wolves. We right. almost made them extinct or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. This was a place that was very much still Mother Earth's, yeah. you know. It wasn't a human being's place. Right. And, and the recreation of the witch she's very earthy right yeah exactly covered in mud she's naked out there in the woods right. and she's even the blood of the baby it's the blood of of youth of the human <laughs> of the earth right right and uh <laughs> we had to create these witch stories and and the pilgrims had to live abide by this crazy standard that jesus was their savior and their comfort yeah because there was no comfort it was fucking wild oh, sure. expedition yeah right? so. yeah exactly like why would you why would you do that you know most sane people stayed in england you know or exactly. whatever like like the mother says i want to go home and yeah like, exactly yeah we will tomorrow but i got no light yeah and then she's like no to london like yeah. i want to go home yeah 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 no in america i think is a nation of crazy people you know because sure. it's like everyone who's come here because we are a nation of immigrants you know Aside from the indigenous people are already here, of course, but like freaking crazy people, like like to to make that journey, to make that trek, like you're saying. I mean, that's that's something very deeply intense, you know. I mean, even immigration stories today, and and there's reasons that people are are you know fleeing their countries or whatever. You know, I'm not like discounting any of that, like like someone's reason for doing it. Right. But it's an intense, intense trek, an intense, intense journey that takes, I think, a special kind of mind to 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 push that and do that you know rather than just kind of like stay in your own country and you know maybe be more comfortable or whatever unless that's not an option but like sure sure you know so we're all you know right. like i think we're a nation of not just immigrants but wanderers i was and... thinking that too last night and and you know of course there's the native americans who have to deal with our you know and still dealing with the oppression sure. of you know white american government you know um, <clears throat> that being said, uh, we are not just a nation of Native Americans. We're a nation that's been colonized multiple times. The Spanish, right. the Mexicans, you know, the Americans, the English, the British, the French in New right. Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but going back to our earlier discussion, it takes a bunch of like Corteses to do these things almost, yeah. you know, not a bunch of Corteses per se, but yeah. 
a person that is willing to risk so much. Yeah. And this goes into the lifestyle or, like, you know, the provisions that people in London had back then. Yeah, yeah. And there was still an aristocracy and and poverty and, you know, starvation and everything. So, yeah, they wanted to come here, you know. And it it offered an opportunity, just like immigration today, right? Yeah, Um, (laughs) I picture it being a last-ditch effort for a lot of people, you know, where they were just, like, at their at the end of the rope like you know totally unsure of what else to do where it's like you either sink or swim you know i mean this is a terrifying image but the one that came to mind is like uh people in like the upper offices of uh the twin towers during 9-11 were faced with a decision where it's like okay i'm either gonna like right. jump out the fucking window or i'm gonna face this fire right 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 and a lot of people chose the window and it's like, you know, the window, you're obviously like, you know, you you know, you're just going to your death. That's it. But it's like kind of a similar thing like these, you know, whether it's poverty or whatever hyper extreme situation, um, you know, if they're being persecuted for their puritanical beliefs, because puritanism wasn't like accepted in England. Like the puritans were seen as like uh, the way we view like Christian fundamentalism now. Okay. It's like you guys okay. are fucking nuts like they weren't like right. accepted right. into like mainstream like english society fact. yeah like they know they were all protestants in england okay. yeah they were like which right. is like relatively right. tame right. you know sure. sure so the puritans were like in like the uh the extremists right right so they felt you know we're being persecuted like so we have no other option right other than to take this massive leap you know so it's like we're either going to face the fire of persecution or we're going to leap right, out the window right, right, right. and maybe land and a lot of them landed you know yeah but yeah yeah i like that historical bit because then they were essentially trying to find themselves a home mm-hmm. to establish their own purit- puritanical ideals you know yeah but still to this day we're all eating turkey like celebrating thanksgiving you yeah, know sure. it's really wild like you know, crazy hat wearing people that were killing like innocent women because they're like, you know, calling them witches and yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, like you were saying, you know, it's it's also about feminism and like the uh, the dissolution of the female body and all this right. stuff. You know, the role of the of the mother. Yeah, and it's it all goes into pure puritanical thinking but on the other hand these people were adventurers right yeah 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 you gotta respect that at some level their farms Uh and hagrids bring hagrid of course (laughs) and uh and and go start these weird colonies and and you know in a place that they couldn't do of course so problematic bringing disease and, yeah, sure, and sure. issues and hatred and trouble that all goes along with it too, yeah so. why oh man okay i have a couple of questions coming up let's go with the first one I thought, I thought of but why um something about that movie really like speaks to us you know like it hits a nerve you know sure. and i think one of the nerves it hits is that this is a family that has been um you know rejected by the society i mean well it's a sin of pride he actually chose you know the the the, uh puritan colony actually says to says to uh the main guy like you know you guys are going to get the fuck out or you're going to admit that you're being prideful and then you can stay and you know you'll probably just have to say some prayers or something and he's like 
so he was actually the most extreme. So, okay, you have this Puritan colony. They The Puritans left England because they're the, you know, religious extremists. So they come to start their own colony, right? And then this guy, do you remember the character's name, the father in the family? Uh, no. Okay, whatever. Anyway, that character, the father, he... He doesn't think the Puritans are being That's puritanical weird. I don't enough. Any of their names. Yeah, I remember the boy Caleb. Caleb. But, huh. but yeah. so the father doesn't think the Puritans are actually puritanical enough. Right. Exactly. So then he launches out, you know, right, following right, the right. following the example of what's what's been done. He he then launches out even further and then goes deeper into the wilderness and there's isolation. There's rejection from the village, from this community, from the society. And I think that's a very precarious situation, you know, and that's where the witch arrives is is when you're in a state of deep isolation, when you're in the woods, you know, when you're by yourself without the support of the village. Right, that's when right, the demons right, right. come in, you know, yeah, yeah, and start preying on you because you're vulnerable. And the wife has that really good quote that... Uh... It was when Jesus went out into the wilderness that the devil approached him and yes. like tempted him with food and ah. riches. And, you know. <laughs> Which is a weird, like Christianic way to reject nature. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. and and just like within Amityville Horror and this whole trope about the Indian burial grounds totally, and, totally. and being out into nature and, yeah. and the, the wife even says this is just like Brother Jeremiah and his child who was demented by Indian magic, you right. know. It's a way to other the Native American body, you know, yeah, and yeah. persona and culture, and, right. and thus making it easier to exterminate them yeah. and kill buffalo and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't... Fucking smallpox and yeah. shit, you know. What I don't understand when you look at, like what seems like a division between like i'll say indigenous cultures and non-indigenous right and i'm talking about like global like you have like the indigenous like celtic people ireland scotland who are like very much like one with the earth all that sort of stuff but then you have these societies like the romans the british who are these like uh, i don't know very very like separate from nature kind of views and then all this fear around nature and fear of the wilderness and fear of otherness all this stuff right what what creates those two different types of societies right because you had england and the colonists who were very like enlightenment era like logic rationality um they're rejecting the feminine they're rejecting you know they're rejecting wilderness they're rejecting earth you know earth is something to be conquered all of that right and then you have you know indigenous people here generally north america who are like um living as as you know part of the ecosystem and like identifying that we're actually part of this of this interconnection and chain of events that is an ecosystem and we need to live in balance with that in a way that's going to benefit us ultimately us and and the nature that we're participating in but then you have these other people again who are just like no rape and pillage the land we're going to just like it's just resource extraction right what what creates those two different sort of spirits, those cultural spirits? Because it's weird. Some cultures are very, very, you know, nature-based and other cultures just aren't. They're fearful of nature. What the hell happened in, like, England that they were so scared of, of wilderness? Do you think that uh, we can boil it down to just fear? 
and there were some that were willing to take the risk to acquaint themselves with nature be one with it not yeah. conquer it but live with it you know yeah through traditions whether this is native irish people scottish people right. you know william wallace or freaking <laughs> you know right. crazy yeah. horse or whatever and yeah. the and yeah. the and the sioux warriors you know right. um whereas we get these like shorts individuals in the human race there's yeah. so freaking many of us right yeah yeah that we actually get these we do get oftentimes get these individuals that live by fear yeah and it's irrational to go climb a a, a rock face mountain and uh you know um get eagle eggs or something like that when everybody starves. you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's irrational to like take these risks and to become one of nature and to yeah you know dip your toe into a hot spring even though you think it might be like the devil's water or something like that you know right, right. <laughs> um and the english essentially what i'm saying the english bunch of pussies no <laughs> but the english are they could be these like <laughs> going out into the forest you know right, it's right, yeah. completely bloody bizarre yeah. you know and uh <laughs> and and you create these religions that uh that demify or 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 horrify the woods yeah through fake you know fantastical uh beings like witches yeah um, that keep people out because they're safer right but right. if you think about it back in the day it was a lot worse than now. Me and you, like well, I sure, say yeah, again, we yeah. could go hiking right now in thirty right. minutes in Santa Fe. Beautiful yeah. fucking, well, yeah, in like, or something. Yeah. Back then, there was a big chance you're gonna get attacked or killed or something by sure. an animal or something. It yeah. just was different back then. In order to protect protect the tribe, like we we're saying, a lot of religions and horror stories are created in order to protect the tribe. You know, right? Yeah, exactly. Whereas different cultures and different humans thought protecting the tribe was taking the chance, going out at night, hunting. Mm. You know, at night, fishing at night, whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. I also wonder if it's just like the uh, resources that were available. You know, because in like uh, northern European history, you know, England, all that area, it's like they found like like iron ore in the ground right, so then right. they were like oh shit if we mine the ground like they were miners they were like the dwarves of middle earth right they were like if we mine the ground we'll we'll find some really useful stuff and i feel like that maybe can like change someone's relationship to the ground itself where it's like okay now if we like mine it and dig down and find this like precious metal and we're still living in that tradition you know getting like precious metals to make our iphones mm -hmm. and shit fucking the earth fracking all this stuff like i don't know maybe that just changed the uh as opposed to like okay. north america where people like were like yeah like people were just like using you know yeah. stone tools wood right. uh animal animal parts and stuff like that they which seems like it i don't know it's, it's it's just a different different energy than like digging down it's the dwarves versus the elves you know in right, middle earth right, you know right. it's just different vibes now I like this a lot because what it what they do with the forest to what we're saying uh, make people afraid to go to nature to go to these traditions and religions that embrace nature right yeah they use that same tool to other nature right right then justifying 
uh, mining and the, you know, the, the cultivation of, of Earth's, you know. Yeah. And then we, what do we get? We get a society of dwarves who are the <laughs> richest in the world and are like right. the industrial revolution happens, right? Right, right. And right, we right, literally yeah. have been sucking the earth dry yeah. of all of its fundamentals. Yeah. And one way we can other the earth, especially in a puritanical, you know, culture back then, is by literally making the forest like the home of the devil. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's okay to cut down trees. It's right. okay to like reveal the witches and, and break into the holes of the goblins, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Break into the holes of the goblins. <laughs> right. <I> mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and the witch in the movie she does she she transforms uh several times into different animals, right? So you only see her in human form like three times. But okay, it's like what okay, what is the witch? What how does she appear throughout the movie? as the old hag right the scary old crone uh which is very like folklore fairy tale witch you sure, know sure. she she appears as a rabbit the rabbit you yeah. know you're getting black philip who's the goat black philip who was satan not the witch but still satan sure, as an animal sure. uh you're also getting her as this like hyper seductive woman you right know? the beautiful woman uh, yeah the cleavage yeah, yeah the beautiful cleavage woman in the woods you and know? then uh, the crow that's breastfeeding right the crow yeah that's breastfeeding so it's all um all of those images are very 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 earthy right i mean even the very earthy and very sort of like moon driven right and in the sense of like if you think of like the moon lunacy feminine you know the moon like tracks with like um menstruation once a month all these things like you know it's like it's this like it's like the yang side of reality you know and then like or maybe I'm getting it mixed up, but it's like, you know, it's, I'm just going to go with that. The yang side of reality, and then you have the yin side of reality, which is like the masculine, you know, the logic, the we know what's going on. We have this structure we can trust. Right. As opposed to like, you know, moonlight, dancing around a fire, kind of like dipping into the subconscious. Sure. And sure. that's what horror is, right? I mean, the horror is the uh, manifestation of of our subconscious our subconscious fears right it's tapping into like being a little kid and having a nightmare and right right. what is that you know right right and think about this like i'm thinking about civilization right nature had a civilization yeah and what it was was uh essential freedom yeah on the planet right right and we saw this and uh, obstructed it right. and became the most, like, one of the largest populations of animals on the planet, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. List goes on. If we had a governmental system that was based upon nature's civilization mm. without government, without rule, you know, uh, we hunt for our food, barter, it is what it is, you're in your village, you build your cot, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's nature, baby, you know. Yeah. Uh, would we potentially get, you know, hypothetically, uh, uh, an alien race that's based on rules that would see us in a natural space as also like this witch figure that needs to be conquered and taken over and placed rules upon 
and mm. you know state parks need to be made and civilization needs to be man-made or 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 other other than the planet itself made civilization yeah. right planets themselves have their own civilization what do you think about that planets themselves have their own civilization not sure i understand like nature before man had a yeah. civilization which was everybody who lived on the planet lived in accordance with their own you know yeah. subset rules of their species yeah and 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 their uh, instincts and survival yeah. and yeah. there's not necessarily like a government or america oh i see of okay, wolves yeah. or like this <laughs> is like you know, yeah you know whatever israel of, of lions or something like that yeah you know the 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 civilization of but that doesn't mean that if there was no civilization right there's still a rule at the watering hole oh yeah in the yeah, jungle yeah. you know yeah, like packs of dogs have families. like a hierarchy right yeah <laughs> like the uh like uh elephants they grieve the dead right, right, right and like right. It doesn't mean that nature was uncivilized. Nature yeah. had a civilization. It's man who is disrupted, right, and right, changed right. what that the rules yeah. of that civilization by putting rules and having a senate and having right. law books and a constitution, right? Right, right, right. Well, yeah, we just want things done on our own terms, right? I mean, it's it's I, I think it's fear and control, right? Because fear makes us want to control. The more scared we are, the more we want to be in control. And I think that I think that's coming through a lot as well. You know, I mean, okay, yeah. And you said fear earlier, but what is it that makes us rather than seeing ourselves as like participating in this pre-existing like Earth realm civilization, like you're describing? What made us see ourselves as separate from it, uh, from it, and then have to have things on our own terms? Which actually fucks us up constantly. I mean, just in my own life, I know when I get like neurotic and need to have things on my own terms constantly, right, right. that's when I get into like, you know, a hole. That's when I get into like, you know, life's not flowing, things aren't great. But then when I step back and I'm like, okay, let, me, let it allow life to take the form it needs to take, it ends up actually doing quite well, you know, and better than I can do it, you know? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and I'm in this process of like learning to trust life a little bit more and, right, and, right. and step back and let go of the reins and, you know, allow, I think, I think each of our lives has its own intelligence, right? It doesn't always have to be me, you know, controlling everything, but if I step back, my life actually unfolds correctly. It has, a, has its own intelligence, the earth has its own intelligence animals do the the earth realm civilization right right so yeah i think maybe it's like fear and control that that started that and then i mean if you you know go back in history i mean um okay the the british got fucked up by rome they were colonized by rome right so maybe it's like a who knows maybe they're just um projecting their trauma the british got colonized by rome there there was a celtic genocide you know the romans fucking destroyed all the Celtic people. And then, you know, maybe like a few hundred years later, that trauma wasn't gone. So then they were carrying it forward and they were like, oh yeah, this is now that we're in this framework of power and oppression, you know, they, you're either going to be the oppressed or the oppressor. So they're like, we need to go dominate now because we were dominated. Right. Right. right? right so then right. they come over here and they start fucking things up. Um, 
But, you know, I mean, you know, there's also power dynamics and everything in North America and people's here, you know, I mean, like the Aztecs were fucking crazy. They they were destroying people, you know, had their sure, weird sure. empire going on. Right, so right, right. maybe it's just human, you know, maybe it's just like part of our makeup to be abusive towards things. And we are uh, ultimately of nature, right? Mm-hmm. We are of the earth. We're human beings. We came from the earth. You know? Right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> a bunch of water meat sacks, you know? Right, right. So we try to abide by and recreate and evolve <coughs> nature, civilization, and rules. Yeah. From the original, you know? Right. But what happens is, is we fall into these moments of control, uh, <clears throat> power, lust, yeah. the seven deadly sins. Right. And that's what I'm thinking, though, is that all, the, where does pride come from? It comes from control. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It comes yeah. from, right? It comes from a sense of, of, I have so much pride in myself because I'm nobody else can control these situations I'm in in my life better than me. Yeah. And I I don't have nothing to learn. I'm prideful, you know. Yeah. It it's pride like, you know. And and pride's an interesting thing, especially like, you know, not to go back to the like the Bible or whatever, but it's like pride before the fall. Sure. But then they say God is a prideful god. And be prideful, right? And, mm-hmm. like, sometimes, like, me and baby mama would have, like, arguments about this. And be like, you're so prideful. Like, stop being... And she'd be like, take pride. And, and like, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. like, a few... Like, you know, it's yeah. weird. It's, like, right. this weird balance between, like, take pride in yourself, but don't be so prideful that you yeah. actually, like, cause all this crazy you know the witch to come out of the forest metaphorically <laughs> and steal your baby you know yeah like, yeah, Caleb! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't let corruption be your god which right. pride can be you know yeah and that's yeah, another yeah. crazy thing is pride is corrupt hmm. like too much pride is corrupt what's been know? corrupted i i'm glad you bring this up <laughs> I really am because like last night you're like what did he say and like yeah he has that line yeah know? the father he says uh, and, and corruption means... is thy wait was it corruption, corruption is thy is god thy or father. something he the father says corruption yeah. is thy father yeah. oh so he's corruption is thy father yeah right he's corruption right. and he's pride so pride well, corrupts or, and yeah. like his thy father could be god right sure his yeah. father is right. corruption you know right. so right. thus him being corrupt right yeah, and yeah. the world is a corruption as well right and that corruption too he i i feel like he was touching on and that movie touches on a lot and a lot of Robert Eggers' movies touch on a lot is disappointment. Interesting, yeah. And, like, the things that we expect, whether it's relationships, religion, your family, you know, your belief system, so many moments in that movie are of shock from inhumanity. And humanity means something you can, like, you Mm -hmm. know sort of like rely on more or less you know yeah and 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 something that you expect a reaction to you know and disappointment like when the daughter he starts calling her witch she's actually a good daughter it's not she's not 
like consciously trying to do yeah. this shit right yeah and she's in disbelief it's like how could you do this same yeah. with him with the pilgrims how could you do this right? right same when he gets hit with the goat yeah to god how could you do this it's corruption like i loved you like we always think there's an injustice happening because we feel entitled or something right yeah that is humanity and when somebody like fulfills your expectation it's like a moment of of, of, of being human or something i don't really know hmm yeah yeah is it uncorrupt is what uncorrupt like those moments of like being fulfilled you know your expectation oh. being fulfilled you know no, I, th- I think there's quite a lot of uh grace to life and uh disappointment exactly you know? yeah, yeah yeah i think you're hitting on this yeah like um uh chogyam trunkpa who's uh he's the dude who found, founded naropa university in uh boulder but um he he has uh he has a line where he says like disappointment is actually like very very useful you know it's right, some it's right, something right. we resist greatly but he goes disappointment is a great place to be in terms of your maturation right because it's like if you get disappointed you know you get your ass kicked a little bit and that and that that cuts through your ego that cuts through your pride you know and then you find out oh i'm not the center of the universe i'm I'm not the protagonist of everyone's story right right i'm i'm one of eight billion you know so right. disappointment is actually a very uh clarifying force you know yes. and it it does help uh breed some humility i right, think right, right? right that's not, you know it's not to say like constantly every day you know be disappointed you know but... and of course there was like corruption within the story like the kids getting killed and stuff like that or whatever mm-hmm. but like from a macro scale like what you're saying yeah and if if his sin the was things pride that we think are unjust or corrupt yeah that was actually still a lesson from god it's like yeah, dude exactly yeah regardless even now you want to come back to the village but yet you still don't want to just take your family exactly. like you know he's yeah. still prideful See, you're still blaming exactly. your kids you just boarded up your kids like and that know. and that's the lesson in this that's the moral and it is a fairy tale right i mean robert eggers has that that note at the end before the credits where it says like this is you know an extraction of a bunch of or a collection of uh folk tales and fairy tales from new england blended together you know and right, even does right. research into all of these you know historical moments and legal moments all these things in order to create a new fairy tale or not a new one a very old one it's a recreation right, right. of a fairy tale and what do fairy tales have they have a moral so what's the moral in this one get your head out of your ass you know that's right, the moral right, it's right, like right. you're so prideful like like you said at any moment the father could have you know what this is this is kind of crazy like we're gonna go back to the village and i'm gonna have to apologize for being a dick right but this can stop it can stop at any moment and look at our own lives right because it's like you know we find ourselves caught up in drama you know whatever whether it's intense drama or minor dramas we all have some kind of drama in our life when does the drama stop when you're ready for it to stop when you're done with it when you've had enough when you don't want to participate anymore when you've been disappointed enough that you're like this is dumb why am i still participating in this drama whether it's you know career shit relationship shit whatever it is it ends when you are ready to stop playing your games right right yeah and I think also in that moment, so good, like it's, <laughs> he realizes that he's also corrupt, right? He, he right. finally he realizes when he gets 
fucking goaded by Philip yeah. that corruption was his father. See, now how about this? Because And we are our fathers. Yeah, you know? right, yeah. exactly. So how about this? Like, um, there's one theory, like, in the Bible that, like, you know, even Satan is, like, part of God's plan, right? You That's know? exactly what I was thinking. That's what's happening Dude, in this, Philip's right? Philip's a sweetheart. Yeah. He's, like, you Black know. Black Philip the goat, sweetheart. Black Philip. Yeah. And he's doing <laughs> God's bidding, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. Like, yeah. actually, and that's the irony. And and the Bible and the always has this shit. Yeah, they're like, of earth. Earth yeah. is God's creation. It was right. before us, you know. Right, right, exactly. So, oh man, see, this is wild. You zoom out far enough and then see that all of it's the same thing. It's all perfect, right? So, right, like, right. like Lucifer is actually just carrying out part of God's plan, right? right? He's right, serving right, a, right, right. An, a, an important function. Right. So, for the father, getting fucking gutted by Black Philip, the Satan goat is actually serving him because it's 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 helping his humility and in that universe let's say in the universe of the witch there's reincarnation right right i bet you that that father figure he's going to come back in the next lifetime with a bit less pride right and he's going to have a smoother life because of it he's not going to have to get gutted by a goat at the end because he wasn't so prideful right right right. he learned his well hopefully (laughs) he learned his lesson and then we'll get to have a better incarnation in the next one Right, so Lucifer right. is actually carrying out God's plan, even though it hurts us. Have you heard of uh, the uh, Gospel of Judas? Uh, I think you told me about that one. Yeah, is that like in yeah. the uh, what? It, what's it called? Like the uh, Agnostic Bible or whatever, or the Apocryphal and Bible? No, it or was something? just that's, it was a uh, it was like part of like the Christian Mystic Bible before the priests and the popes yeah. tore the Bible apart okay, and got rid of the Gospels. Yeah. And these are old. It was an old scroll that was found. You oh, know, sick! Yeah, uh, part of this Love like old Dead scrolls. Sea Scrolls yeah. or whatever, you know. Right. And uh, in the Gospel of Judas, yeah, Jesus takes him aside and tells him what right. he has to do. Right. Yeah. And he's reluctant. He doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to sell him out. Whatever. Yeah. But Jesus had to die. Right, for man's right. sins that he's like it's all part of the performance bro it's part of the story yeah uh-huh. right and he told him you're gonna have a special place in heaven yeah. you know with me if you do this yeah so you know he does it and that's, so cool. that's like within the gospel of Judas same thing right. it's like but yet the priesthood saw the story as Judas as the demon we right a lot of audiences see Philip as the demon only yeah. you know well and the difference is it's a dualistic world perspective versus right. a non-dualistic one right because dualistic is good and bad so now we, we're demonizing Judas we're demonizing Black Philip we're demonizing right for all these things <laughs> 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 but then when you but then when you um when you take a non-dualistic perspective it's everything is serving its function even the bad stuff right right which is hard for us to swallow because it sucks it fucking hurts who wants to be you know again like gutted by a demon goat no one who wants to who wants to um be disappointed Right, right who wants to grieve who wants to no one right but then if you do have like a level of faith which you know the puritans apparently had you're also working within this cosmology where there is like this deep sense of grace that like no this is actually your life is fucking you up right now uh but it has the potential of purifying your your soul right right. your spirit you know whatever waking you up you know breaking through your ego mind however you want to describe it you know i think there's quite a lot of wisdom to uh the witch 
Yeah, there's no reason to, like, demonize Gail from Taos, you know? Yeah. Gail from Taos. <laughs> We're just trying oh, to find God. the gateway to Taos so we can close it back up, you know? Right. And it's... it, right. but, but there's, like... That's an interesting scene, too. Though. And yeah. also, like, at the end of The Witch, when she takes off her clothes, talking yeah. to Phil and freaking... Right. Talking to Phil, you know, dude. Just chilling. <laughs> he goes out of the woods, you know. Parties Bro, I love that chicks, scene. Oh, like, man. You know. That scene gets me so fucking psyched, because, like, fucking... One, the dialogue when um when Satan loose for Black Phillip's, like, would you like butter? Would you <laughs> like to taste butter? Would, would you like to see the world? Would you like to live delicious? So good. Oh man. Oh man, she's just like, yes. 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 It's I don't know it's how so to sign awesome. my name. Yeah, he's like, I'll I will. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so crazy. That movie's amazing, bro. You know. And then, yeah, and then she goes to nature. And then, look, right, man, right. who wins in the end? Who wins in the end? She does. Because you know. dad's getting fucking gutted by a goat. Mom's fucking freaking Mom's out, bro. Wild. Little boy's puking up apples after he made out with the witch. And he's like wanting to incest with the with wanting her. to incest yeah, with yeah. his sister. Crazy Those shit. Two little Those two little kids possessed. get fucking They're wrecked. The worst, you, know? you know. And then so then that girl. Oh my god, what the hell was her name? But anyway, the like teenage right, girl figure. Right. She like she's like goes back to nature. She finds this really cool community of like all these like spirit witch chicks dancing naked in the forest like she wins bro she gets to like levitate in the end she gets to taste butter it's like right. <laughs> she's looking deliciously freaking, you know yeah dude i love how that speaks so much to like the poverty of it too where it's like right, imagine right, right. You, you can't even like at that time that probably made sense where like butter was this like luxury but well like, then it goes into the period puritanical like like i was saying you need these wild beliefs to in order to survive right. a wild adventure like that put dalton through some crazy freaking right. trapper's journey in a new wild land you know on a different <laughs> planet or something crazy bro yeah we would need some crazy thing where literally it's against the religion to like eat butter yeah and be delicious right because you can't Oh, maybe it wasn't so a poverty thing. Maybe they were just like anti butter. Yeah. No, but 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 it's a poverty yeah. poverty because you can't get it. But could so they get it? The but religion, then they just like the religion rejected butter. Uh, the religion uh, uh, <laughs> rewards you for not eating. Right, right. But you can't eat. Yeah. So that's the only that's reason sad. how you can't eat butter. Right. Is by being rewarded by something we made up in our heads. Right. You know that rewards you for not eating butter. That's so and weird, they bro. say if you do indulge and like find butter and don't share it with the village, you're Satan, you know, yeah. or you're a witch or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, trust me, I know you're hungry right now and you want butter, but <laughs> A, I can't get you any, and B, even if I could, that's like Satan. Come on, dude. Right, you want right, to be a right. witch? <laughs> Only witches eat butter, bro. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Would you? Here's the question, man. Would you? Uh, would you sell out to Black Phillip for some butter? Not for butter, but I would want to live deliciously. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Would you? Would you? You know? All right. You know, Satan, <laughs> Satan comes into the room and he's just like, "All right, Valdez, here's what's up. You can have world travel, money, women. You know, butter. You can have everything. Right? Right." Uh, do you do? Do you sign the book? Do you sign Black Phillips' book? 
I mean, if the compromise is like chopping up Henry, you know, my nephew, and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> putting his blood all over him, like freaking, like rubbing a spear all night. No, right. no, you okay. know, I'm not down. So you're not down, okay? Yeah, butter is yeah. not worth it. I'll just well, eat see, some and that's the thing, because yeah, you know. but that's also that. Okay, so let's take this Christian whatever trope, the witch, Robert yeah. Eggers, sure. and put it to like Zion, you know, yeah. and the Matrix and the contemporary oh, time. That's so know? cool. Yeah. It's like, are you going to eat the steak? Are you in going Zion, to, yeah, yeah, Matrix, well, yeah, well, in the okay. Matrix, right, are right. you going to load in and be like, oh, it's so delicious, you know? Sure. Or are you going to eat the pudding, the nasty oatmeal in Zion? Yeah, kind of the know? same thing. Yeah, right. Is it yeah. worth the, uh, you know, uh, just pleasure you know material gain and all that Smith stuff gain the world but lose your Phillip, soul yeah right black Phillip. yeah gain the world but lose your soul that's the that's the uh question here right 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 um and that was yeah. Je- that's what jesus was posed to in the wilderness right exactly yeah and that sort of like goes into greed too you know yeah and like making money in the stock market or getting that job as a ceo right, right. or whatever it is but I think there's a way yeah. to that's that's dichotomy thinking too though man cuz I think there's a way in which you can like build a really cool business that like benefits you and your family and the people around you and make a ton of money and live deliciously <laughs> <laughs> while also plenty of you know, without without selling your soul right, I think right, that's right. you know it's like so you know can you gain the world or lose your soul that's a false dichotomy i think you can actually very much so maintain your soul while um i think that's a pure puritanical concept you know gain the world do some people do some people lose their soul to to pleasure yeah they do some people do you know it's like you're partying too much you know dude's like fucking blowing coke every night loses his and you've seen people like that they lose their soul you know um it's crazy like like it actually just like you know, it's like, oh my god, that person, like, actually, you look in their eyes, where are they? Right. Scary. They lost their soul in exchange for worldly pleasure. Right, right. So that does happen, but I also think it's a false dichotomy where it's like, no, you can totally, like, do really well and live pleasurably and all that, and, you know, live a healthy, awesome life um, while while maintaining, you know, your soul. Channeling Bashir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... So for listeners, you may notice we're live now. Welcome to YouTube, Jared to Jared. This is the set. We're going to do a few live episodes, as many as we can, while you're here in town for the next few weeks. And uh, right now it's 7.20 p.m. And we're going to consider going to Killers of the Flower Moon. It's so time. It's time. We're going to have an intermission right yeah. now. Wait, hold yeah. on. What? It starts at 7.45? Yeah. Okay. Um shit we didn't even talk about amityville horror i know let's yeah. have an intermission we'll consider it ah shit okay wait can just give give like one thought on amityville and i'll give one thought and then we'll go intermission it, it doesn't even have to like one sentence just like a takeaway from amityville amityville worst is movie ever the, <laughs> one of the worst movies ever for sure i asked my dad if he had seen it and he's like oh i saw it man that movie was bad man but it's it, it, if you want to watch a horror movie that is literally about uh, 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 a middle class suburban husband's fear. Fuck yeah! There's so much of to say like about middle that. class suburban life. Yeah. 
Amityville Horror. It's your movie. I it, it's a movie you. about. That's all it's about. Yeah, yeah. It's literally just a movie about a suburban dad going through like like middle class money stress. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. great. And then actually, all right, just can we take like three minutes for Amity? Okay, because there's actually like so much to say about like, okay, what's what's the deepest fear of like the father and the witch that he can't provide for his family, right? That he's that he's not a man. It's very emasculating. Right. And what's the constant fear in Amityville of like the dad and that that he can't provide for his Long Island middle class family? You know that he's like all this money stress. That's why they bought the fucking Amityville house is because it was like half off because it was haunted. Right. Right. You know? Well, it's the same that goes in with the witch. Why did yeah. he say no to leave the village in pride? He thought he could care pride, for yeah. his family the most, more, yeah. you know? totally. It's about a father caring for they're the, the family. They're the same movie. They're exactly they're the same movie. The they're the movie. exact same movie. Yeah. <laughs> Northeast Literally. Horror. North, Northeast it's Horror. A New England Regional Horror, horror bro. We New, got, New England there's Horror. There's so many you things know, here. Ghost yeah. stories, there's so much. Yeah. Was there a later Killer's Moon? Because I have a lot to say. No, the last one was at 7.45. I mean, okay, I'm going to propose something. Maybe we can do... Okay, because regional horror, Northeast horror, New England horror, Long Island, Amityville, that's all a thing, right? Also Long Island represent. Right, right, right. But then, okay, Killers of Flower Moon, that's going to be all like Southwest, right? Right, right, right. So... I don't know, maybe there could be something there, you know, where we look at like sort of like Southwest... uh, folklore versus like northeast folklore or like you know right, or, or right, similarities right, what's going right, on right. there you know right anyway amityville um so long island also right okay last thing i'll say cause we should go but um it was freaking hilarious like seeing all the shots of them like driving around the street and stuff because it right, was like right. i grew up around you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. those areas so it was like it was like, oh man, I could picture like my dad, 1979, just like cruising around in his patrol car and like right. Amity Bell, <laughs> dude doing a cameo, fucking with no shirt on and just yeah. rainbows. Hell so yeah, insane. hell yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would be sick. On behalf of the Jareds, thank you for listening. Follow and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. The Jays will be back next week, and always remember, humans did not weave the web of life, we are merely a strand in it. Whatever we do to the web, we do to ourselves. See you next time, now on YouTube. Need another podcast? Give Jared and Jared a try today. No, don't do that, but they're saying do it, so that's the ad.